In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Hello, stackers, and welcome back to another actual play episode of Stack of Dice. We are gathered at our table, ready to go. Before we get started, however, we're going to lead in with a question as normal. This question comes to us from listener Beans from our Discord server, and he asks, In an alternate universe, how would Tira and Bash be enemies, and why? So feel free to start, and then if you have any alternate (laughs) theories or additional information, let's talk about what it would take for Tira and Bash to be mortal enemies instead of brother and sister. (laughs) You know what? Here's the deal. This would have to go completely against just who Womber Bash would be, because he, in his mind... I mean, everyone's just a friend waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. I mean, I would play with the bad guys as long okay. as they had, like, food. Mm-hmm. No, I, I just, I don't know. I, yeah. Um, yeah, it's this, this is definite alternate universe territory. It would have to be, like, different personalities, dark universe or something mm-hmm. like that. So it would take a fundamental shift for Womberbash to be, if, okay, to show I, animosity I got it. to yeah, Tira. I got it. If, if Tira hurt or killed someone that I was friends with, Mm. Would, would be would have mm-hmm. to be the at least the start of the motivation behind him seeing her as a as an enemy, and then I think I would crush her. <laughs> okay, fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank I mean, you. what do you? What, I mean, I honestly, this is such a foreign concept to yeah. me. It's well, very good. difficult. Yeah. Good. I'm glad this is a tough question. I'm trying to think of like based on he's just this hermit non-social he kind of rejects the social order thing whereas tira is at least highly respectful of social order Mm -hmm. you know within within the the uh the delve and and with the dwarves there's obviously there's chief and then there's workers and there's cooperation and family whereas bash is fundamentally Chaotic. Rejects fam, kind of rejects family. Uh, I wouldn't say initi- he rejects family. Well, I would no, just what, say I he hasn't like, had it. Okay, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Like that's you had to kind of learn that concept yeah. of wanting to even be around people. If she saw him as a threat somehow, mm-hmm. perhaps I, it, maybe may, again alternate universe. I think we'd have to be different people. We'd in have my to be opinion. different. Yeah, different. Yeah. So like maybe if I was a Deeter or, and uh, or the, <laughs> yeah, instant. He is, he is the reaver. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and maybe if she kidnapped me and put me in a small, like, coffin-like box, or maybe... Or if I conked you on the head yeah, 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 and put yeah, you in an apparatus yeah. of some See, sort. See, and even then, I didn't become her enemy. I was just extremely hurt and yeah. felt betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't want to kill now, her over okay, it. Okay, so maybe maybe in this alternate universe, you harbor resentment for that okay. instead of letting it go, yeah. as you have. So maybe and letting And doesn't fester. know when to stop. Yeah, yeah. Which you she know? always does, so... <laughs> doesn't know when to stop i mean i know i'm like wait <laughs> yeah. what? I think you said that backwards and jeremy do you have anything to add to any he's like this? i'm not part of this yeah. no, no, I, he's, he's looking he's like, I, no, I actually oh. was thinking about this oh. mm-hmm. um I, I i think a really messy divorce would do it <laughs> like don't start that, a bashing I mean, tears yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i'm just saying you know i mean there's <laughs> we were we were married divorced. briefly during the 80s and i think <laughs> we've just grown apart i became a completely different person you know, we don't like the same things anymore. Plus, he gets naked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and won't so embarrassing. Randomly. Just and he won't pees stop. all over the place. So embarrassing. <laughs> I can't take him anywhere. So immature. Well, that's an interesting thought exercise. Thank you for sharing that question with us, <laughs> yeah. Beans. And uh, we appreciate any more questions listeners might have. Feel free to share them with us on Twitter, Instagram, or Blue Sky at StackOdice. You can email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. We have a Discord server, and that's where we do most of our interaction. So if you have not yet followed us there, we would love for you to drop in and do that. You can find information on that in our show notes and on our Twitter feed. And finally, we have a coffee page where if you are finding yourself at the end of the year with a few dollars left over and you feel like supporting our show, you can do that by sending that our way. And we will use any money that we get in that way to improve the show. We look forward to continuing our show in this new year. And with that said... Thank you for joining us around the table as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I am Rhett, the DM, and with me is... Jeremy as Sekhmet Bloodsick slash Dimitri Langenbeef. 
Michael is Womper Bash Benson Mum. We're out of order. <laughs> You're in the same order no matter what. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Who is ready to tell a story? I am. Wow. Wow, we'll see. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. What is it? Who is it? Uh, I have a question, and perhaps you can enlighten me. What? The people with the emblem who showed you such great hostility. What is the history there? What should we be worried about? Share with me what I need to know. Bash, I've never assumed, has figured out anything. He lives on instinct, and instinct alone, and that gives me hope for everyone. If Bash can figure out something deeper about humanity... Well, I certainly hope that that's true, and that maybe this music can awaken in my father and others like him who are afraid. People who are still shackled by their fear? Yeah. Freeing people seems to be the only thing that we know how to do anymore. Tira walks over to the tub. You said it was copper? Yeah. Solid? Solid. Pretty thick? Yep. She's going to walk up to the edge of one and place both hands on the rim Yeah, and try to roll it. Let's don't yeah. break it. That's it, an athletics check, isn't it? It rolls easily under your hands. Throughout the feast, you have people circulating. Uh, you have been pointed out, and you see all sorts of eyes and fingers pointing your direction. People are coming by. Yeah, Wamberbash doesn't care. He's all about the food. But people are coming by. They are talking to you. They want to meet the shapers of the fate tree. You, great ones, have made the haft of a mighty artifact, one that our songs have long told will serve to unite all of Rindis. The unbending ash, living and green, has formed its length. It has grown in the hall of Viskarl, chieftain of Hartunstather. From Lengistather has come Ulfheather, kindred chieftain and shield brother of Viskarl, to bring its mate, a spear blade made of star metal melted in the hottest fires. It was shaped by the hands of Smither, workman of the house of Skapa, chieftain in his hall of Blarhalla. To bind the two together is the sinew taken from Blothturn, the horrid boar that roamed the high spine. To whom else could this beast have fallen than the strength of arm of Frauster, chieftain of Bjartjor, and Nol, chieftain of Svalgir? The feast hall is crowded. Noise echoes from the rafters. Laughter. The sound of song somewhere in the corner as Hild strums a lyre. Children screaming and trying to press through the crowd. Servants bustling about with food. Viscarl leaning over and talking quietly with one of his retainers. And the four of you sitting at a table, arm by arm by arm, lifting food and enjoying the moment, and staring in wonder at the three components of the spear, this spear that you have helped to form the haft of, being presented. After about 30 minutes of feasting and conversation going on, Viscarl stands and raises his arms and it takes almost no time for the sound in the hall to come to a halt. Once he has everyone's attention, he steps forward and he says in a loud voice, Friends, thank you for coming. The chieftains are assembled. And with that, the four other chieftains in the room stand. Please present your pieces. And with that, they each step forward. Rauster and Nal hold in their arms a coil of sinew that has been worked into a long string. Ulfheder and Skapa stand side by side with a dark, burnished box with the lid flipped open to show a green velvet interior on which is nestled 
an intricate silver spearhead. And then Viscarl himself takes the spear haft, raises it in both hands in front of him, holding it at waist level, and they all converge in the middle of the room. They stand staring at each other in silence for just a moment. And then as one, they turn to face the four of you. You're on! <laughs> Viscarl speaks. Would you do the honor of uniting these pieces? I believe that you have probably the most exposure to um, putting together weapons of this sort. Uh, I am happy to uh, do the blessing once you have uh, figured out how they go together. <laughs> the demon <laughs> is going to bless the spear. <laughs> Tira has just a brief moment of, you know. Yeah, and there's a flat, wet smell in the air. <laughs> Whoa. Hold up. Is she that scared? Oh, oh no. That I'm was sorry, thumb. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> flat, wet smell? Yeah. I've got wet stone. Oh, blast. Hold up. Flat, dusty is no. I think this is not only no, but <laughs> goodness, <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. Goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Michael. Do you have something? Yeah, I want to say what happens. Okay. <laughs> He's ready. He's like, Are you gonna? Is she gonna? Okay. Walk anyway, her? yeah. So Tira has a, a brief moment of. Um, <laughs> she's she's fine if she's asked to run in axe swinging or you know hair flaying, flaying hair flying. Um, but something uh, ceremonial and um, significant like this, she's not quite sure what to do, and it's going to look left and right at the other two. She looks to Bash and just kind of imperceptible head shake, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so Bash stands up, like his head is still down, his, his shoulders are still up, and he grabs uh, Tira by the hand, and then he grabs um, Sekhmet's hand. <laughs> And we walk around the, the table, essentially, uh, to get over I guess Sekhmet's supposed to grab Thumb's hand. Yes, <laughs> yes. But Thumb, like, kind of pulls away and says, flat, wet, stone. Stop don't, it. Touch, don't, touch, <laughs> yeah, don't touch me. Uh, anyway, so Stunt we get spell. there. And yeah. um, I kind of like, gently push. I don't push Tira, but I push Tira mm-hmm. over to the staff. And Tira takes the staff and turns it upright and slams it down on the ground to make a thud sound. Yeah, so butt in down. Yeah, butt in down, right. And because it's a spear, it makes sense, right? She's like the strongest as well as she can hold it up right now for maybe something she might not be able to reach reach for Uh the next piece. So then I I go to uh, Thump, 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 (laughs) and I push Thump over to the the box. Okay. And he opens up the box, or it's already open there, and he picks up this, and you could tell it's heavy. It's yeah. got some heft to it. Yeah, and why don't we take a moment to describe the spearhead itself? It looks like this. <laughs> no, I just did something real quick because um, I want I want it a certain way. So um, I did this. So if it ever does penetrate, it's going to be difficult to come back yep. out. Obviously, uh-huh. there is a hole here because it's going to receive some of the sinew to make sure it's in there. And actually, there are two. There are four spikes: two on this side and two on the other, pointing up. So once it's jammed down into the heft, a uh, haft, it's not going to want to lift back out by just inertia or anything like that. And then okay. that with the sinew is the reason why I kind of okay. do that like that. Sounds good. Kind of a spade shape. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you yeah. don't mind either darkening that or working it up in Illustrator. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, and I'll, I'll, uh, we will ahead. share the image in Discord at some point. Cool. In the Art and Such channel. So then um, Thump picks it up and uh, goes over to the top and and he gets two pieces of leather to put it on the sharp ends of either side of the uh, spearhead and he pushes down with his strength where it's just going into the haft okay. and really seating in there with those two um, those two spikes um, in there into the wood itself so it's very difficult. Once it's in it's not coming back out. And we notice that there is a hole in the haft there. I mean almost just... It lines up perfectly. It lines up perfectly. And so I look over at uh, Sekhmet, and he and I, I, I lift up the sinew, and I, and I thread it through, and he is, and both of us are tying this thing together, and we get it to a point where there's not much left, but we can really just seed it, seed it through. Mm-hmm. And then Sekhmet comes out with matches or a candle or whatever, and he burns the Ooh, ends of this sinew. He just lights his fingertip. Yes, he's like... <laughs> Can do, can do. <laughs> no, but no, um, he he burns and essentially melts the the flesh together to be like 
it won't be it won't come apart basically there's a brief puff of cooked meat Bomberbesh becomes hungry and then he goes, <laughs> starts no, licking no. the <laughs> the sinew and then uh, the I think the the three of us kind of walk walk to the side of Tira and Tira's just standing there holding this uh, the united spear once that is all put together and the rest of the party fans back out and we're standing in a line and Tira feels the eyes of everyone on her and she's looking at the spear like, is something supposed to happen? And Tira looks up at, this, at the spearhead and just thinks, it's a weapon. So she, go, she taps the butt end on the ground one more time and then... And the spearhead falls off. Let's try it again, folks. She'll give it one... One more good hard clunk against the wooden floor. Is it wooden or stone? It's a stone floor. Okay, right? against the stone floor, and then shifts it to like she's charged, like it's charged. Okay, the spearhead begins to glow. Chieftains, the residents of the place we are, which is called. Can you pardon, dig it? Resi- yeah, can you? <laughs> this is my boomstick. <laughs> Residents of Harden's daughter, it is our great honor to be able to be a part of such an important occasion. This should be the time that is written down in the history books as the time that Harden's daughter changed. Things went in a different direction. The darkness that has been seeping into the land, the ugly clouds that have pushed away goodness and bright hope will now be dissipated and pushed back. This spear, this haft, this spearhead, this sinew, this representation of the unity of all the tribes of Rindus. This is the place that stands because we believe in the strength of the people. This is the spear that will change the future for Rindus. And then two young ladies come over and they go right next to Sekman and pose and one puts her hands on his chest. <laughs> and one's like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Charles Angel, Charlie's Angels uh, pose. Oh, yeah. As I said, the spearhead was glinting in the darkness and now it positively shines. Oh, it was hard done. This was just for, this is just theatrics. <laughs> yeah. At, uh, at Sekmet's words, as the last echoes trail off in this chamber... You could hear a pin drop, and a shaft of light shoots straight up into the dark recesses of this room. As we described the the building before, it's just stack upon stack, ever narrowing as it goes heavenward, and here you can now see illuminated all the way up to the very topmost part of this room. And with that, the people begin cheering in a deafening way. I mean, it's, it's where your eardrums are just vibrating. You're so, it is so loud in here. Cacophonous. Perfect word. Dimitri leans over and whispers to Tira, Well, I'm glad that worked. It'd been really embarrassing if it didn't. <laughs> yeah, nice speech, Dimitri. Well, we need something. So out of curiosity, how have you introduced yourself to the people here? He's as, been he's been in the as segment Dimitri. Or as Dimitri. Well, I mostly kind of covered up. When I showed up in town, I looked like Dimitri. Mm-hmm. But how have you have you given a name? Um, the, the people who have, uh, I've been given a name to, or I've been all the people, um, when Dimitri showed up in the hall for this big, for this big, um, she get did. together, cause he's been kind of hanging out in the, in, in, in the sides and not really been engaging with many people. Hopefully that no one will see the difference in the way he looks. But as Dimitri, he's been dealing with a lot of the, uh, kind of the seconds in command, not, um, not the chieftains, but their, but their company, their retinue. And so has the, been, the name they have is... Dimitri. Dimitri. Yeah. Okay. okay. And he's he mentioned an uh, episode or two ago that he was like going full Dimitri as far as like mm-hmm. he did yeah, the appearance wise, but yeah. if, if he could look one way in this place and That's give a different true. name. That's so I just no, no, be... I've been, no. Dimitri's been the name he's been using. Okay. With that, the crowd presses in on you, and of course, the chieftains are right there. So, uh, Tira, you feel a blow on your back. Perhaps yesterday this would have staggered you, but as it is, you absorb it and you hear a Hurt them too? <laughs> 20, 22 strength. <laughs> you hear a surprised oof from behind. I turn to see who hit me. <laughs> this is the most exciting day I've ever had. I love you. Let's get married. 
You find I, yourself staring at Rouster's navel. <laughs> I had a quick moment the way you went, ha ha, I was like, fever fuel? Uh, what are you doing here? You are an answer to all of our prayers. Thank you. She can't think of and much. And you are going thing. to reunite us? Oh, you have done us a great service. And now our armies can march forth from Rindis to the places that we need to take back. And with that, he turns around. He lifts a horn that uh, some mead sloshes out. And with that, his, his closest retainers are just yeah, yeah, cheering him on. I thought he was going to take the horn and blow the meat out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, Bubble, too. Bubbles like, floating in the air. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. No, that he was like, no, all right, let's go, everybody. And towards me, like, what did we just enable? <laughs> Not really knowing how to react to that, Tira just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. From your side, Wamberbash, you find that Nal has slid up next to you. That rouster. He is quite the rabble rouser, wouldn't you say? Who? <laughs> oh, rouster. The, the, the noisy one over there. Yeah. Your name is Wamberbash, yes? Yeah, yeah, that, yes, my name. My name is Nal. Hi. Are you enjoying the food? Yes, my, that's my favorite. Have you, have you I tried noticed, this? I noticed I was watching you at... I could see the way you were eating and looking at everything. You you and I are of one mind, I think. You want to go eat something? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> what is your favorite here? I like all the meat. Ah, uh, meat is good. When Rouster and I killed that boar for the sinew, we made so much meat from it. When the, when the skin was burned, it smelled good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Party on wing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here, try these. I brought them from where I come from. He is holding a, a plate that's filled with these grapes, but like grapes you have never seen before. Uh, the grapes are gigantic, and they're uh, like a wine purple color. And just looking at them, you can tell that they are sweet. Bash picks one up, and it's like the size of like a plum. Mm. Like I mean, it, it's bordering on almost like baseball size or something. And it's like try it. You like it. It's good. It's real good. They grew in my own vineyard. You should come to Svalger sometime. Yeah, I think you would enjoy it. Hey, here, have some more. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got any more of those? You, you know, for all his talk, Rouster is a good man. He and I find a lot to agree about, but I think his policy of maybe war first is not a good one. I think I am more inclined that policy, strong policy, uh, would lead to a, a lasting peace that brings us together far more effectively than warfare. Sorry, I ate all your grapes. I see. <laughs> uh, I, I've got more over here. And with that, he uh, turns to go look for someone else. Yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was say he wants to politics talk politics. Versus, and, yeah, you, it ain't me. Like, <laughs> it ain't me. How far, how far is Dimitri uh, from, from, from Bash? You're within 10 feet. I don't know. <laughs> but am remember. I? <laughs> yeah, you're close. You're so, close enough to overhear snatches of the conversation. Okay. Uh, Dimitri's going to walk over to Nal. Policy. Uh, you, mean strong, you mean strong policies within the people? Or, or, or are we talking about diplomatic relationships with maybe some of the other tribes? Or maybe even some of the forces on the outside? We need to get strong internally before we do anything outside the country. So you're saying that some of the infighting between the tribes is keeping Rindus from being as strong against some of the outside forces as they could be? Would you not say that that is what you see here? I'm saying, from my limited perspective, of course, only being here for a short while, that there's a lot of uh, consanguinity between the tribes at this point. But I can understand that, uh, that there is a, a need for a unified front against invading forces from the outside, and, and, and honestly, um, while competition can certainly um, move forward a lot of innovation, we also need to make sure that, uh, that the, the younger generation feels that we're not an enemies within ourselves. And that is our biggest conflict. We have the sea wolves. The sea, the sea wolves. The, the, uh, you'd have to... Uh, I'm not as familiar with Rinda's politics. I see. And with that, he slaps you on the shoulder... As you are led slightly aside for a further discussion about 
piracy off the coast of Rindus, you notice that Scapa is watching your moves very carefully. He's the one that you saw mm-hmm. previous in the feast, uh, standing back and being more observant about things. Ob- observant and not engaging. Correct. Right. Right. So the sea wolves, uh, this is a problem off of the coast with some piracy that we're having some, um, some struggles with. They are the biggest source of our young ones leaving. They see piracy and the adventure of it as something far more appealing than staying in the mountains and holing up as they seem to think it. Hmm. Is it difficult for a lot of the, uh, the, the more mountain-dwelling youth to kind of develop a, a taste for the sea? Or is this more they're just kind of drug onto cruise and, and used as muscle? Oh, they are lured there to the coasts because that is where the money is. That is where the adventure is. The stories come from there. Mm-hmm. How they hear them up here in the mountains, I don't know. So somebody here on the uh, somebody here is is filtering some of these calls in and 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 playing a, a piper's song. So they're drawn away. We have plenty of merchants who come to bring things and take our own goods back to the coasts for sale. Well, obviously, making goods to be sold is something that the economy is going to depend on. The way we see piracy, obviously, it is not well looked upon by other nations. Are we talking about a necessary evil, or are we talking about something that it that it, it is? In- we see it as not necessary at all. Mm, mm, piracy, right, 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 right. Um, developing a good economy and making sure that we can uh, rely on seafaring travel. Um, is going to be hampered by a lot of that, that piracy because it's keeping the trade routes from, from being uh, safe. You see my point exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this guy was like, I did not expect this much of an in-depth Just discussion. Just like this. <laughs> this conversation is above her Walmart head. Walmart like, uh, 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 You can put the spear down. <laughs> so I see you and I are of one mind. I, talking policy. Making sure that we keep the uh, the markets open is of a great interest in, uh, to me, and I'm happy to hear any of your ideas for, for making sure that we can keep the young ones here and make sure we have a booming economy. If we could make a name for ourselves with our goods instead of our pirates, I think we would be much better received. Do you think that maybe some of the chieftains have a softer view of piracy than perhaps you do? Maybe the chieftains know, but certainly... Members of our tribes. Mm, mm, so changing the narrative will become an important part of, of making sure that the kids stay here. I think so. How do you how do you hear his speech? Do you see it as if he's trying to gain power within the tribes, or do you think he's objectively concerned about things? How well, do you perceive it? Nal's a policy wonk. He, <laughs> all, yeah. all he cares about is 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 governmental mm-hmm. stuff. It's Scapa that we have to watch out for. Okay. If you wanted to do an insight check, you could, but that's entirely like. Is you. there any greasing of the palms happening, or is 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 you know what I mean? Like, what's his what's his true motive motivation? Is what I'm as I'm asking you because Wamberbesh doesn't care. Um, there's a roar from across the room as Rouster is <laughs> doing his thing. <laughs> he just drank a whole two two horns and it's like <laughs> crushes them against his forehead. <laughs> Um, what are you looking at? I was just trying to see if I needed to roll an insight check on this. Yeah. Um, if if the conversation feels natural enough, there's no reason no. for you to. I, I'm I'm not with him. It's it. Sekhmet's perfectly happy talking about things with Nall. Mm-hmm. It's Scapa that he's concerned about. Um, but I don't. I guess let me see. So is she still like talking to Hraster, like holding the thing and like uh, like hearing stories? No, I... I think he try. I see you as kind of staying back with the rest of the gang. Yeah, I haven't really ventured forth just mm. yet. I'm not still asking holding t- the spear. I mean, like they put <laughs> it down t- on something. Asking Tira to do like spycraft is useless. <laughs> well, <laughs> just just not her strong suit. Uh. I mean, no, certainly wrong. read Wamberbash the wrong way. <laughs> you see that Beast Carl has <laughs> moved over to Thump and is trying to engage him in conversation, and he's getting <laughs> fed up with. <laughs> yeah, this guy very, stinks. Very confused. <laughs> yeah, Thump section of the room is um, there's almost a cloud hovering in the. <laughs> how does it, how does this how do these people view Thump? They're they're not a part of the whole 
slavery trade thing or anything else. And they probably not Apparently seen somebody. Not. Okay, okay. Yeah, you've not seen any evidence other than some servants in the house, but they don't seem to be slaves. They just right. seem to be, this and, is their like job. And they're the so. same race. I mean, it's just, right? Yeah, right. Um, there's a little halo of room around Thump mm-hmm. uh, as people aren't quite sure what to do with him. He is a crystal dragon one, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and um, he's tall. He's and... very tall and very, he's just a big guy. And available. <laughs> the ladies leave you and go over to Thump and they yeah. pose right next to him. <laughs> Smell of whiskey and roses in the air. <laughs> uh, he seems very content with where he is. Okay. Uh, Dimitri's going to do what he can to... Um, um, you know, I there was a there was a, uh, a drinks bar over there. I think I'm going to go investigate that real quick. Um, I appreciated uh, talking to you, and I'm hoping that we can link up a little bit later. We'll, we'll circle back to some of these issues in a future uh, d- d- discussion. Let's put a pin in that. Here is my business card. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you and my social media. Dimitri's <laughs> <laughs> um, actually going to see if he can get, how, see how close to Scapa he can get it without being, like, stared at. Why don't you roll a stealth check? He probably has that rogue ability of knowing where people are at all times. Uh, so what what is your goal here? Are you trying to sneak up on him, or are you just trying to get close to him? Or trying to get close to him. Without to, him noticing you? Well, trying to see how... I'm trying to get close to him to kind of see, gauge what he's doing. I, I noticed him looking around mm-hmm. and not engaging with anybody. And Sekhmet's not happy um, unless he has um, has everybody in the room on his side. He should have thrown a wrench in the mix. You should have said, I'm going to see how close I can get to him and if I can assassinate him without being seen. <laughs> You're like, whoa, what's going on? He's <laughs> totally not his, his, his <laughs> MO. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to see if I can weave through the crowd. I guess that's a stealth check. I weave through the crowd to see if I can get kind of to his elbow. Kind but, of see. but this is your wheelhouse, though. You should be able to do that. Well, I don't know about without him knowing, but you should be able to do that on, on anything, I think. I'm right? going to try to find out. Well, okay. Um, I think you did it. I think I did it. I, don't know. I get yeah plus two to my perfect. Oh yeah, it's like so twenty five. <laughs> you get up right next to him. Okay. Hey, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, whoa, what? Uh, the chief. Do I know you? Excuse me. Do I? Do I know you? So um. Demetrius going to try to come up close to Scapa. There certainly is a lot of uh, ah. positivity between the chieftains. Where did you come from? Uh, I was over there by the drinks table. Um, can I? I mean, there's quite a bit here. Uh, what did your group bring? We brought the spearhead. Right. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking more of the uh, uh, more of the refreshments. Uh, this beer, beautiful work. I uh, heard your artisans were top notch, and really, there was just no one else to even. There was nobody else. There was not a second or a third bid. I was just straight to you. A no bid contract, straight to Scapa uh, for your artistry. Um, you do me great honor. Well, uh, you do, you've done us the honor. Look at that spearhead. Uh, that is some amazing stuff. Uh, you know, I am not an expert. Do weapon. you talk this much all the time? I make it my business to make sure everyone feels welcome. Then that is a yes. Ooh. Well. <laughs> Talk about, you pulls out a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about barking at the wrong tree. All right. All right. You have to switch tactics with this Yeah. Thing. So do you think that all of the uh, other chieftains are of the same mind as you? <laughs> same mind, no. It seems like their most recent um, messages about everyone getting along seem very convenient, don't they? Convenient. Well, now now they need you. They think our future lies in forging strong bonds internally. Mm. I seem to find the world operates more on the principle of entropy. The more things fall apart outside the easier it will be for us to remain together inside. So you see Rendus as a safe haven when a everything haven. hits the fan. Indeed. Whatever that means. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, <laughs> think that, I don't think that's going to translate. <laughs> when What's what that? hits the fan? <laughs> What's a fan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is what? 
That was like Russian. I was, I was like, <laughs> what the what? <laughs> this is why I never even attempted an accent. I didn't know I speech. realized it as soon as I said it. <laughs> I was like, we're just going to hope that didn't register. <laughs> it's a saying where I come from. It's, it's something yeah. I it, decided to start saying recently. <laughs> yeah. When something hits the fan. <laughs> That's not even it Stop either. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Fetch isn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. If I had my way, we would use our influence to not only understand the nations around us, but then find ways to perhaps make them fight amongst themselves. Being strong at home when things are rough abroad. Mm. Influence. You mean market influence? There are many types. Mm. Bash from across the room with me and the dog. He means sowing discord. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think the other chieftains see uh, things going the same way that you do? I would say we don't see many things at all the same way. After all, why would I get stuck last in everything? So, uh, He's a malcontent. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a baby. <laughs> I think I see someone wanting to talk to me over there. It's lovely to speak to you. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it so much. Uh, uh, again, artistry. Your artistry was on point. Sure appreciate you being here. Mm. And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy's, that guy's a wet blanket. <laughs> so, Dimitri is a pot stirrer. And Scapa oh, is an agent of chaos and a malcontent. Oh. And uh, and Hrouster is just a drunk. <laughs> yeah, Hrouster <laughs> no. is a, ke- a, a, a kegger or like a frat boy. And Nall is, you know, Percy. Um, doesn't, that doesn't translate. No, it does not. It's like it hitting just, the fan. You've, <laughs> yeah. You've not really met Ulf Heather and you've not interacted much uh-huh. with Vizcarl, but at this point... Viscarl again raises his arms. Silence descends on the great hall. Brothers, fellow chieftains, people of the high spine of Rindis, it is time to conclude this night's festivities. You may return to your chambers, and we will conclude this meeting on the morrow. But for now, I believe it is time for a rest for all. He says, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. Hey, who, who takes care of the uh, spear in the meantime? Sven has it. Okay. Okay. Have you handed it to Sven yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in fact, he has removed it to another place altogether. Okay, good. And with that, people begin to filter out of the room. The chieftains congregate one last time in the middle of the room to discuss things amongst themselves, but then they begin to disperse also. Um. Dimitri has to leave. He, he um, as soon as Duder walked off, Dimitri beat a hasty retreat because um, he's going to not look the same in just about Correct. a few minutes. Yep. So I'm going to go find a dark corner mm-hmm. to, to melt. All right. Uh, are you trying to return to your room? Okay. For that, you will need to do just a quick history check to remember, because this is such a an elaborate warrant of oh, passages and things. Do it with advantage because you've made the trip a couple times, but right. just make sure that you're getting back to the room. Okay. Well, um, made a 16. Okay, that's see. fine. Okay. I don't have it takes you here. a bit. Uh, you almost get turned around once or twice, but then, oh, there's the door, and you find yourself in the tub room. The tubs are filled to the brim again with hot water, steaming, sudsy. I'm gonna turn mine into a sa- into a uh, bubble bath, <laughs> into a jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Hild approaches the three of you: Thump, Lomberbash, and Tira. Did you have enough to eat? I was wondering if I can have some to take back to my room. That's what, I, that's what I thought. Can I have a doggy, <laughs> a doggy bag? bag. <laughs> <laughs> can I get mine to go? Yeah. Of course, there will be food waiting for you in your room. Lomberbash runs back to his room. Oh, uh, wait, no, you're going the... Oh. <laughs> I'll catch him. Don't worry about it. He'll smell it eventually. You eventually return to the room, and there is Dimitri, uh, now looking like Sekhmet. And, and actually, did I get a few minutes ahead of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, then, then that, in that case, uh, Sekhmet is going to be in one of the tubs. There was, everybody was out of the room, mm-hmm. kind of running around and doing stuff. So he's in one of the t- tubs. So he's got a towel on his head. 
Okay. Hild stands there awkwardly for a moment, twisting her hands in front of her. And then she finally seems to resolve something within herself, and she says, I do not like to ask this of you, but I feel I must. Tomorrow, I think it is time for you to take on the next step in the tale of the spear. There's another step? <laughs> you ran off. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not there. Yeah, you're there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Next step? Well, I'm sure you saw my notes in the research room. Tira is casting her mind back because it was About such a jumble. About the spear needing to be mm-hmm. treated in the, the, yeah. in the blood of the guardian of the lost city. Yeah, so Tira, in all the, the frustration of um, trying to solve the puzzles and then the big party afterwards, it is getting a little bit muddled. But when at Hild's mentioning the, I'm sure you saw my notes, so then she kind of casts her mind back and suddenly that phrase floats up what was it, some in the blood about needing to finish the spear in the blood of the guardian right of the lost so that city. phrase floats to the surface in her imagination and her eyes go wide and i have heard of you i think that is obvious by now and one of the great tales that has come to us is that you disappeared from vondheid and i'm afraid that if i send the spear with you and you disappear, we will be without the spear that would unite our own country. And so I was wondering if perhaps I might be able to accompany you. I thought she was going to ask for like a deposit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you leave your license here? Yeah. <laughs> Tira looks Hild up and down, and she's just a slight 16-year-old girl, right? Um, yes, that's correct. And, I don't know. Cocks her head somewhat. What fighting skills do you have? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nunchuck skills. (laughs) And. Yeah. Bowstaff skills. I understand your concern and I do not argue with it. Certainly, there have been times when we have had to leave a place in a hurry and did not have the opportunity to return uh, to the people who sent us out. But if I'm remembering your notes correctly, this is going to be a a dangerous and possibly gruesome assignment. Might you not perhaps want to send one of your fighting men with us instead? I'm just concerned for your safety and your, she doesn't want to say, and your ability to do this, but that's basically what she's hinting at. Whoa. (laughs) I'm a girl. (laughs) (laughs) I can say it because I'm a girl. But, I mean, Tira is comparing... This fresh-faced teenager to herself as a battle-hardened dwarf. I have thought much the same. But I have studied much, and the lost city is not called the lost city for fun. (laughs) 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 Well. I did say it was a lost city. I was making it really clear to you. Basically, you're too stupid to find it. Are you calling me stupid? (laughs) I do not know exactly where it is, but I have a general idea, and I can at least get you close, I think. Tira considers her for a minute, looks into her face for flinching or steely resolve. I'm assuming she looks fairly resolved. Oh yeah, uh, resolved. She does not turn her face from you. How, How long is it till we have to go? There are still arrangements that need to be made, and I think maybe tomorrow, late morning. Well... Maybe, Terry, you should teach her some things, like at least some defense stuff or something. Mm. If you don't have inspiration, go ahead and take inspiration for I that. already have it. Whether or not she... Okay, then take two experience uh, points. Give it to me, then. <laughs> I'm I, doing the work. I don't have any inspiration. Uh, uh, maybe if you choose to take it on. Uh, you should. I you're don't get, get inspiration points. for taking on someone else's suggestion. But you get more points. Tira considers that, I don't know how much I can really teach her in the next few hours, but anything will be better than nothing. Uh, well, from what you just I'll said, I'll make I'm a think, man out I'm, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. What? I'll uh, make a man out of Mulan. you. Mulan? Yeah. Um, from, what, from what he said, though, I think it's at least going to be like a couple of days. You could probably teach her some like... She said tomorrow late morning. For leaving. Yeah. Oh, but in, but why you guys travel there, you could still be teaching your stuff, I think. Tira right? has in her head, is keeping in mind that if anyone who comes along with them is going to be under her protection, her personal protection and charge. <laughs> so certainly is not opposed to trying to teach her some things along the way that would be, that would be included in the, the protection. She's not going to have anyone come along with them who knows absolutely nothing. Um, 
but she's really just assuming that she will just guard Hild from any serious combat. Okay. So are you going to take some time to... Yeah, I mean, like I said, she, she figures she can try and teach her a few things, and then as they're traveling, try and augment it. But... Okay. What about armor? Can she put on armor, like a leather armor what, or uh, What would you like to try and teach her in this evening? Hmm. Given her, uh, her slightness, I'm thinking Tira would offer her her bow. Okay. Um, figuring that you know that's a little bit more of a precision weapon, and for Stand. and for distance. Yeah, Has she up. had experience using a bow in the past? I have used it a couple of times. Oh no, no, I'm talking about Hild. Oh, I guess I'll because maybe you can build on that or something. Yeah. Build the Hild. You hand uh-huh. the bow to Hild, and she, she... throws it around. <laughs> she, like, she, she throws an apple up, and she's like, she goes <laughs> Don, she goes Donatello on it. <laughs> yeah, she uh, uh-huh. <laughs> bow staff. Like the quarter staff that Donatello uses, the teenage mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtle. Turtle. Okay. <laughs> it was a couple steps. Yeah, yeah. She draws an arrow, and it looks like she's had some experience with this. Um, I'll, I'll aim at that apple over there, the one that Wamba Bash is holding <laughs> <laughs> on his head, in his mouth, and almost in slow motion, he holds it up to his right, and he's going to bite it. And uh, don't do that. Oh my goodness! Uh, Fifteen. Okay. Uh, it's a close thing. The the arrow skims the apple <laughs> and thuds into the wood paneling of the wall opposite. Hey! I was going to eat that. <laughs> the apple's still in your hand. Okay, nice. But it's got a little chunk taken out of it. Tira looks impressed. That's not bad. Not your first time shooting an arrow. Oh, thank you. I... Oh, no, no. I've, I've shot before, but um, maybe I won't be doing that particular shot again. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. We like Bash. She's my brother, so. <laughs> it's, oh, kind of, you know. Um, tell you what, uh, bow and arrow is really more of an outdoor type of weapon. Why don't we? <laughs> she just went into mom mode. Let's go ahead and keep Let's this. Let's take this outside. Yeah. How, how is she with like a short sword or something like that or some knives I ain't got or no daggers? short sword. Tira certainly is not going to recommend that she use any hand-to-hand weapons. She's, she chose the bow on purpose because it's a distance, it's a ranged weapon. She's trying to keep Hild as far from trouble yeah. as possible while still giving her a useful thing to do. So I find that I'm pretty handy with my dagger. Ooh. <laughs> yes. And Let me introduce you to she's a rough head. over here. I, I have been found to be useful on some scouting missions. I, I, I can understand why you would look at me and think it, but I am not without some skill. Tira feels slightly abashed for a moment because she, I mean, I, I didn't mean to offend you. No, no offense. Well, let's, um, uh, do you have your daggers on you? I, I do. Wow, okay. Come at me. Yeah. <laughs> Fruit Hit me. <laughs> From a back scabbard, uh, she slides it out and oh, balances it momentarily on one finger and then... Spins it. What? And then just lets it drop hilt down into her hand. All right. She loses the balance. To oh, it. okay. Yeah. She's, like, she's like, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> what do you want to try? Um, I've already cut it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's... Um... Tira slides in half. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, her hair gets cut off or whatever. It's like, what the... Drifts down to the floor. Want to see me do it again? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's go someplace where we can practice sparring or some uh, targeted throws. Okay, do you want to just montage this? Or yeah, yeah, that? no, I wasn't planning on this. That's why I said, let's find a... Yeah. Let's go somewhere and do okay. this. And that's but meanwhile... And they go. Yeah. <laughs> So the evening passes, uh, you, you find that she has a fair amount of, uh, there are some things that she could certainly tighten up and mm-hmm. that will come with more practice. Tear is able to throw her a couple of times. Uh-huh. And- yep. But with that, you return to your chambers for an evening of rest. And when you awaken in the morning, you find laid out in the common room, several bundles of warm clothing, several baskets of food, and a servant is there waiting to lead you out to the courtyard where there are some ponies waiting. The Pony. air is chill in the morning. Ponies are more useful in mountainous terrain mm-hmm. for their more sure-footedness. And already crowds have lined the courtyard. 
Uh, there's a murmur as you approach, and then when you come outside, silence. I will say that Wamberbash leaves most of the clothes alone, except this time he's opted to take some uh, knee-high leather boot, leather snow boots with mm. the fur around on the top. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They chafe a little because <laughs> you're wearing them under your robes. Well, it, it's really a tunic that kind of goes down to just above the knee. So, stuff them in there. yeah, it's just and it's just that's just being held together by ties. Yes. So, yeah. OK, so fancy boots. You're kind of squeaking along SpongeBob style. <laughs> uh, anything that you're doing in particular, Sekhmet? Well, uh, after the bath last night, uh, Sekhmet went back to his room mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with all the kind of the lights off and, and was still working on some um, you haven't actually slept man every time like the last the last the last night wasn't he up in the middle of the night or something yeah like that? you said you, during our last long oh, rest sorry. you were yeah. like I'm working on cloth and, yeah. and thinking about magic you should go to bed I mean, dude. no, no yeah, I, I thought I, I thought I slept kind of the, either before that because I fell asleep for for at least part uh, for at least do you sleep less than we do though like I know there's an no. eight hour rest mm-hmm. but oh, okay okay no I, just no, I mean being a demon you only have well, to sleep no. like two hours a day or because something. it was morning right so I I was sleeping for some of the night but you guys were up talking and stuff when like, we got I up in the middle of the night to go do the tree thingy yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and then went straight to a banquet so well okay well, well after the, the banquet was the next day you yeah we slept yeah. we slept in there mm-hmm. we, we slept and kind of got up I got up early because you were doing things in the middle yeah. of the night yeah no but before sleep segment was well segment doesn't even know we're leaving yet did you come back to the room and tell him? Yeah, the, yeah, the conversation mean, took place. It happened in, in like the, the bathroom. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. I, I, okay, I thought it was out there in the banquet hall still. Nope. No, she okay, took so, back to the room. So segment was able to hear all that and kind of know what things were going on. Okay. Um, uh, before Hild leaves, um, Sekhmet's going to kind of walk up to her kind of quietly. I don't know if this will fit in your stuff. You may be interested in this. He's going to hold up the thorn. Ah, that he had taken off of the uh, that he had taken off of the plant. Uh, there is a leather strap at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. There's not really much of a hilt to speak of, but there's a leather strap at the bottom to make sure that it could, it's it's hold it's holdable. I saw that you were really good with daggers. I uh, appreciate a good dagger user. It might be useful, uh, just in case you have need of an extra. Her eyes light up, and she says, "This is wonderful craftsmanship. Thank you." Did you make it? I kind of. I pulled, wrapped the leather I, around it. I, yeah, <laughs> pulled it off of a terrible tunnel we had to get through. An, an enchanted death tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, but it looked like it might be handy. I'll say I shall practice with this with Tira. Now outside yep. and yep. the hush descends. That was, yeah. Yep. That was your interaction with, with something. You put on the fancy boots. Anything that Tira wants to do as you're in this town square? She's no. already kitted up with all of her stuff. All the st- all the stuff for the for the travel was in the was in. It the was room. in the room. You brought it with you outside. Right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's all so all kitted up with the little boots and everything, knowing that the terrain will likely be snowy, rocky. Um, got the cloak of protection on over everything, and it's just just ready to go. Okay. Yeah. I grabbed some some, fr- some food from the food baskets and put it in my pack. Okay. And then, Sekhmet, are you doing anything special? Before we leave, he is doing everything he can to layer his clothing so he can still move, but it won't freeze to death. He has a park of fur-lined parka around his face. It not only helps hide the top of his head, but... It matches my boots. It, yeah, yes. It the, was supposed to be We all look like we're going to be a team here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels really good. Uh, whatever this is lined with, you dig it. It's it's speaking to your warm bloodedness. It's sure. got to be like elk or something, right? Like some if I ever of, get uh, out of this freezing place, alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, they spit. Okay, you with that, um, Hild and Viscarl have one last father-daughter moment, and then she gets up onto the pony and begins trotting toward the gate to leave the city. The crowds line the wooden walkways. People are clamoring for your attention as you pass. Who's carrying the hill? Oh, the uh, staff. Uh, Hild has it. Okay. Yeah, Svein has brought it outside and handed it to her, and she has it in a special holster on on the saddle of her pony. The pony's really kind of leaning that direction, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Children wave strips of bright cloth and cheer while the grown-ups chant whatever snatches of poetry and song come most readily to mind. You hear many voices chanting the song you read in the puzzle chamber. The din is confusing but not unpleasant, and you find yourselves blushing, perhaps, in the attention that is being lavished upon you. And Tira, actually, um, through the, the voices, you can make out what they're saying. You hear your names being called. So you hear Tira Yarn, dear, which is their form of iron stag. Mm-hmm. Dimitri, they are calling Domistra, which you smile to yourself means the fat judge. <laughs> you hear Hlunker for thump. And then Wamberbash has somehow been morphed into Svamlabasta, which means the prisoner who swims like a noisy whale. <laughs> hey, works for him. And so with those cheers ringing in your ears... Wait a minute, that's what my name is going to be in their history books, is this? Yeah. <laughs> they love you. <laughs> You're through the gate and out on the open road. The protection of the palisade walls recedes behind you while ahead the high walls of the harsh mountains of the spine tower overhead, and suddenly the world seems like a very large place. That's where we're going to end this episode. Uh, I don't think I gave you experience points last time for meeting the chieftains. I don't remember. I did not listen to the conclusion of that episode, so I'll give you five experience points for interacting with the chieftains, whether or not... I did last time. I think five for the interaction you Mm -hmm. had will be sufficient. Uh, And then another five for uniting the spear. And let's hear it for the Norse battle. Uh, Tira being the the de facto leader of the group, Mm -hmm. kind of talking to Hild, getting the next assignment, and and also just kind of holding the spear, (laughs) looking very leaderly. Short, but leaderly. Why'd you look at me when you said that? Well, you know. Because we're because because you because you help me make fun of her being short, uh, so like in taking on an apprentice, perhaps mm-hmm. unwillingly, but that's taking on cool. an apprentice. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah, take two. Well, imagine being Tira's apprentice. You're gonna be brutally and verbally mistreated, and what you stink, and I don't mean like Wamberbash or Thump. Yeah, yeah, you don't do anything right. Is not I'm going to close you up in a confined area. I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go knock you out. <laughs> Mama said knock no, I think you out. Tira cool, said actually. knock you out. Tira <laughs> said knock you out. Hey. No, I, I think that's cool. I think that's something that I've been wanting to see for a while, actually. Someone that learns from Tira her craft. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We'll have to work it in uh, on the travel a little yeah. on, the, on the way. Perfect. Um, I was going to nominate Michael because of the putting together the, the little mm-hmm. the, the ceremony yeah, yeah, yeah. so none of us had to do it. Take three, and then uh, uh, Dimitri, go ahead and take three for your speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was going to nominate him for Where his... Um, excels. His interactions, okay. his expertise yeah. uh, of... Another and I was going to yeah, say, yeah. another couple for uh, kind of feeling out the different chieftains mm-hmm. and... It, Playing and the game. Was, yeah. Playing the game. He was schmoozing and pot stirring and everything. Yeah. So another two for that if you haven't already taken it. All right, anything else? Uh, Michael playing Bash so straightforwardly that he has an opportunity to get information and turns it down. Because, oh, yeah. Because Bash would be all like picking his nose and staring off into space. Let's go ahead and get a recap. Okay. Oh, wait, I need to see some here. Um... All right, Tira is 76 points into level 15. Hey. We're just cruising through 15 here. Wamberbash is 81 points into level 15. Whoop. Great. Sekmet is 15 points into level 14. Nice. Whoop. And Thump is 65 into 16. Well, Stackers, we hope you enjoyed this. A little bit of intrigue, perhaps. Who knows what this is all headed towards? I don't know. But things are moving in this world, and that's part of what I enjoy about it. It's that, you know, we, we set things in motion, and then we can come back to it later, and... That's what helps keep it feeling like a living, breathing world. We hope you enjoy it, and we'd love to hear from you in the ways we talked about at the beginning of the episode. And we'll see you here again at our table next time, right here at Stack of Dice. Are all cars this noisy or just in this neighborhood? Just this neighborhood. I mean, that's, I just, you know, I'm just spitballing here. But. Yeah, you are. <laughs>
You're just over there. And you're just over there finch whistling. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, am I glad that it exists now. It's canon. It's in the lexicon. Finch whistle. Finch whistle.